for those who don't know about Black Lives Matter and the movement, um, could you give me some background about that? Yeah. Um, so Black Lives Matter is a network um, with t- over 26 chapters uh, across the U.S. and in Canada. Wow. We do organizing around Black liberation, and we believe that anti-Blackness, it's a global system that is foundational to other forms of oppression like capitalism and uh, other forms of racism. Um, I'd say the movement overall is really decentralized, but um, but it's definitely um, expanding. And so, dun, 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 the million dollar question. Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's. Could you talk about the incident? Yeah, I'll, tr- I'll try and do the condensed version. So, even with, like, the five people that I was standing with mm-hmm. at the rally, because we were there for, what, three hours or whatever, that mm-hmm. people were blah, 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 whoop, 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 talking, 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 mm-hmm. during the main part of the rally, here I am with, like, you know, a couple other young black folks, and we're standing there in the audience, and we stick out amongst all these, like, 60-plus-year-old white folks. Like, we stuck out like a sore thumb, so we had all kinds of people coming up to us. We had security following us around. Yeah. And you know what I mean? They were really on edge. We didn't want them to... Security to tighten up. We didn't want security to tighten up. We didn't want Bernie to not even come onto stage because they already knew or whatever. Um, and so it was important to be low key. Right, right, right. So right, we're right. standing there and I'm like, okay, we're going to get over this barricade. Right. Then I see Gerald Hankerson mm. of the NAACP. I see Gerald and I'm like, mm. Gerald, right. I'm thirsty. Bring me some water. Right. So he like, he, you know, gets a, he's on the other side, like where the media tent is. Mm-hmm. He's on the other side of the barricades. He like gets a bottle of water, brings right. it over to me and we start chatting. He's like, are you going to do something? And, you know, so he and I are chatting and then, you know, uh, I'm like, we got to get we got to get on the other side of these barricades because homegirl's on the other side. And she right. has, she has to make and he's looking at me like, girl, I don't even know what you're talking about, but just come over. So he lifts up the barricade right. and lets me and Jazz through. Right. So me and Jazz are just standing there chilling next to Gerald, who had mm. spoke earlier that day. Right. Right. And three of us are standing there and security starts coming. Right. <laughs> Security starts lining up in front of us. And uh, so then I get nose to nose with them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whatever, conversating with them. And, and I'm a little distracted. So by the time I, and I was nervous too, so I was kind of out of it. And I blink, and Bernie Sanders is already up there at the podium. Right. So I'm like, I got to go now. And these security guards, they're like shoulder to shoulder. They like have their arms crossed. They're like, try- they like have a, a solid wall. I just go under their legs or whatever and just. Pew, and I get up there, and Marissa's not there. No. And so I literally panic, had no idea what to do. So I just, like, strike a power pose, put my fist in the air like John Carlos oh, said. Yeah, 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 I just yeah, put my yeah, fist yeah, in the air because I have no idea what to do. So I'm just like, I'm going to just. There was that awkward fist. <laughs> I saw that. Yes. Yeah, right. Yes, I was like, I'm, I'm like, just going to hold space, right, right? Right, right? And then from behind me, mm-hmm. I hear Bernie Sanders says, Thank you, Seattle, for being the most progressive city in America. Right. I'm like, man, not this guy. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's like, blah, 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 whoop, whoop, whoop. And then Marissa, I hear her voice say, Black Lives Matter right. <laughs> in the distance. Right. And I turn around and my ass is on that stage, yes. like, in an instant. So then we were both at the podium, yeah. nose to nose with Bernie. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, we just did this thing. 
it was a lot of planning that went into just getting getting us that far, getting us on the stage. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as we were on the stage, the pressure was on, mm-hmm. right? Because one, there was all these guys, mm-hmm. security guards, Bernie staffers, whatever. There was right. all these guys on the stage mm-hmm. who were trying to get us to sit down and shut up. Right, right. And right. they were all manhandling us and everything. And they're like big enough. They can just pick us up and move us. Right. You know what I mean? So I know. And the thing is, I knew that I wasn't going to be the, doing the talking. Marissa was going to do the talking. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I really needed to be more aggressive and make sure that she got the mic. They, I mean, I don't know what they were on. They were trying to do this like negotiation with us. And there's no negotiating. I literally, the first thing I say the mic is like at the podium and one of Bernie's staffers is talking. So I just lean in over him and speak into the mic. And I'm like, you're going to let her speak right now or we're shutting it down. Right. And they thought I was kidding. Right. I wasn't kidding. You know what I mean? I don't know how. They so then they, they told us they told <laughs> us they immediately told us that we could speak after Bernie. But. That's not even the issue. The issue is it's not your stage anymore. Yeah. You're not negotiating with me. You're not we're not compromising on anything. This is my stage. Me and Marissa had already decided mm-hmm. what we were gonna do with that time that Bernie had lost that platform and did not deserve that platform. And we had decided that we were gonna highlight the state of emergency that black people are in in this country. And so when they were trying to like uh, negotiate with me and like even when she was talking, they were still in my ear trying to it try, literally in my ear trying to like you know figure out when is she going to be done and like okay after this she has to end like it's getting well, too long blah, blah blah and you can tell on the video i'm not even listening i have one hand on the podium like it's a throne one hand on my hip and i'm staring straight into that angry ass crowd i'm not even paying attention to them talking to me there's one time where they're like right in my ear and like a braid one of my braids like falls in my face and i just like flick my hair back right but i'm still like i'm just i'm literally just mean mugging into the crowd right and you know we did so much mental emotional spiritual prep before the action because we knew it was going to be controversial we knew it was going to be a really hostile environment but there's really nothing that can prepare you for what it actually feels like to have thousands of white people yelling at you especially during that moment that four and a half minute moment of silence for mike brown the day before the anniversary of his death i put my fist up and i closed my eyes and i told marissa hold my hand And we stood there and like we're holding hands so I can like hear her breath caught in her body. I can like feel her shaking and crying. And I can just hear all those white folks just like booing and and it ju- it just felt like being at a sit in. It was it was it was really wild. You know, we really weren't surprised um from from the response from the crowd. Um, we did expect them to be really hostile, and we did realize that what we were doing was going to be really controversial. I don't think you can emotionally prepare enough for like how that feels like, but mentally we knew that that was probably what was going to happen, was the response that we got from the crowd, that liberals would all of a sudden not look so progressive when they were being called out or when they were being inconvenienced. We knew it would make national news, but we didn't realize that it would really like put a shockwave through the nation. And I think a lot of it was that visual of this like privileged white man that's like had power in office for a long time 
like this older white man, like having him be up there and having me and Marissa, who are very young, you know, at the time unknown nationally and are super femme with colors in our hair. I think the visual of having young women demand power and take that platform from him like that, I think had a very visceral response from the whole country. We did not realize that it would strike strike a chord with people like that. It, it's never been about Bernie, so we never were really worried about how he would respond. Wait, it was never about Bernie. Like, yeah, let for me those, say that again. I'll say that again for the people in the back. Bernie, it was right. never about Bernie. Still isn't about but Bernie. But what about his politics? Still don't care. Oh, I, I He could, marched with King. Right. Well, I could write a whole novel about his imperialist, racist-ass, xenophobic politics. I could... There's... There's a million things about his politics that are all wrong and not. But he's the best thing you, know, you people but will right, ever But have. he's our best option, right? You um, people will never <laughs> have anybody better. Right. We, yeah, we, we're actually just sheep and we need the Democrats to, we need to allow them to uh, corral us because otherwise they'll feed us to the wolves, the Republicans. Mm. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I think. So if it wasn't about Bernie, what was it about? It was about the fact that here's this platform that exists and any platform that exists in this country should be used to address the state of emergency that black lives are in. It wasn't ever about trying to get Bernie to do one thing or the other because he's never we're never going to get free because of just one candidate. Mm -hmm. I actually don't really care what any one candidate is doing so much because I'm focused on black people Mm -hmm. and on our liberation. We were, you know, pleasantly surprised, I suppose, by the response from him and that he he did make a lot of changes. He did, you know, uh, he did, he now is talking about race. And so I think it does push other candidates to do the same, like we really did push the bar. And I don't, I don't give him any credit for the changes that he's implemented, and I don't give the Democrats any credit for the changes that they've implemented, like the Democratic um, National Convention. You know, they they voted uh, to to support Black Lives Matter, and um, now I don't care. Well, I mean, they, they have, huh? Right, right, right. So I wonder, I wonder, like, how that happened. Keep shutting them down, I, right? And and <laughs> I wonder how that happened. So I don't give them credit for that at all. But um, me and Marissa and the rest of our comrades in other cities that are confronting, we can acknowledge that. As a victory, it's not going to lead to freedom, but it's it sh- it shows that we've got that we got people's attention.